Internets, last week in Atlanta during the Premium Petro Live Stop Tour was such a sexy night at WeWork in Colony Square. Man, I had all my friends stop by. KP, DJ Greg Street, Raymond Santana of Central Park 5, Angela Yee, man, my father-in-law to be, Mr. Nat Robinson. Man, did I say Trinidad, James? Man, I think so. Anyway, listen, I want to shout out to my whole WeWork family for hosting such a sexy night. Just really, really helping me bring a vibe to the city of Atlanta, okay? We had the pickle table by our sponsor, Grillo's Pickles. We had the Jason Mark table, putting people on to make sure they keep their sneakers clean and crispy, okay? My guys from the College of Hip Hop were there, rocking out. Listen, the, the tour don't stop. Our next stop is in Philadelphia, November 15th. Mark that down on your calendar. I'm going to bring something nice there. I may bring out Rocky, okay? You understand? Balboa, yeah, you know. But I'll tell you one thing. Get into this week's episode with the one and only Shaheem Reed, okay? I, I've always loved Shaheem Reed, man. Uh, just a real humble, cool dude who stays working, stays relevant, but most importantly, stays himself. Tells us about how he, he was able to work intimately and still work with, intimately with people like Jay-Z, Busta, Ross, Khaled, and Diddy. What it's like interviewing Oprah. Internets, I present to you the Shaheem Reed episode. Let's get to it. Cheer. Come on, everybody, get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. It's the Premium Pete Show. Internets, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Sitting here with the one and only Shaheem Reed. Oh, man. Yo. Come on. Come on, talk pleasure, to me. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure to, to sit here with my man, the, the Double P. Double P. Listen, yo, Shaheem, let me tell you something. For those who may not know Shaheem Reed, okay, people will start off and say, like, you know, journalist, right? Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you name yourself as? Like, when you think of, like, what you do or what you have done or what you continue to do? Ah, man, um, I'm, I'm just always striving to push forward. And, you know, I just hope that people look at me as somebody who impacted the culture, um, somebody who made history with certain things I did, the the strides that I took in journalism. And, you know, somebody who is somebody who is the culture and somebody who's going to continue to protect it and continuing to impact it mm. you know that's that's me now when you bring up journalism is that something that you always wanted to do you know what man um pretty much <laughs> pretty much man you know a lot of my friends they they didn't went to school for different things and turned out to, to do different arenas in life other than what they went to school with but <clears throat> i just remember when when i was in elementary school man when i was in elementary school um, I, I'm from Queens. I'm from Southside Queens. I was going to PS223, and uh, my mother took me to my junior high school, which was 202 in Howard Beach. Mm. You know, shout out to Ozone Park. Southside 202? Yeah, you know, and I went in there, and the first time I saw it, they had, it was kids, and they had a, a studio, a small little TV studio that they was working out of and I just I still remember that day man when I was little I was like yo this is what I want to do I want to be in television and I was probably 
um, 11, mm. 12. Mm. And I was like, this is what I want to do. This is cool. So, you know, I had it in my mind that I was going to be, you know, possibly directing music videos or something like that or directing some type of television. And then when I got into college, I, well, I moved from New York to Virginia, Newport News, bad news. Shout out to all my mm-hmm. guys out there. But you were born and raised in, in New York. Yeah, Southside, Queens, mm-hmm. man. I was born and raised right off of Rockaway Boulevard. <laughs> um, people that's not familiar, like uh, Nicki Minaj, 50 Cent, mm-hmm. Lloyd mm-hmm. Banks. Talent, Yo, man. Talent. Sticky Talent. Fingers, Fredro, Mr. Cheeks, Freaky Ty. Um, that's that's all my side of town, man. That's all my side of Queens, and I didn't know any of these guys until I got into the industry. Believe it or not, even though we all live minutes away from each other, it wasn't like you know I grew up next door to sure, Sticky sure. Fingers or, or, like or Nas, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, we, we all got a Queens connection, and you know, um, I went to high school down in uh, in Newport News, Virginia. And what made that? What? Why did that happen? You know what's so crazy? New York was hot at the time, man. This is the this is the nineties, this is the early nineties and you know, it was a lot of stuff going on and um it just it was um where I was living, my my lease was up. So mm-hmm. my mother wanted to move anyway and um she was looking for apartments in Brooklyn and she found a spot in Brooklyn that she wanted and we were gonna do it and there was a big <laughs> there was a big incident that happened on the news where right down the block from my house a cab driver had got killed mm. and it, it was big on eyewitness news and NBC news and all of that and come to find out it was one of our, our neighbors not to laugh at it but it was just bugged out that it turned out it was like a man hunting for this person and it turned out to be one of our neighbors he's right there he killed somebody right on his block and um Mom said to bounce. She said it's time to go. And we, we have family in Newport News and I fought it all the way, but it turned out to be the best move for me because when I got down there the school system was a little bit more ex- expansive and advanced for what I wanted to do in communication. So I started taking classes at this place called Channel Six. This was in high school. Shout out Mr. Price, where I learned about um television and editing and all type of stuff like that, man. We was we was making we was making videos like one of the assignments would be to go home and make a music video. So it was like, you know, we was lip syncing songs. So I got there's a video circulating, um as well it's not circulating, it's in my mother's house somewhere, VHS of me and my man Latif lip syncing Tribe Called Quest, Electric <laughs> Relaxation. We did a music video. I got an A on that. I was the man. I got an A. Um, we did another. We did another video where we. I wasn't in this one. I just directed this one. I was on my uh, my little X, my hype Williams, at a young age in high school where we did. Uh, Brand newbie and love me or leave me alone. Nice. So Gotta have, love me yeah, or leave me alone. Yeah, I have my man Latif lip syncing it that again too. Um, Latif and Emmett, thank you for helping me out. And um, I got an A on that and I just excelled in that. And I was like, yeah. Now, do you feel that New York, even though it's like, you know, New York is so big to 
to it, people outside of New York think like New York is like the most amazing thing in the world. When yeah. we live here, we get jaded. You know what I mean? We do, man. Do you think the school system is not as good? I mean, as as all these other like, do we don't have the good school systems? I mean, I don't, I don't want to say that. I don't, I don't want to say that. I, I got, I got some family members. Um, predominantly, my cousin Lynette. She's in the, she's in the school system right now. She's teaching. She's a hell of a teacher. Uh, actually, my mother and my aunt, they were teachers in New York, and they taught for, for many years. I, I, I'm not saying the school systems was bad. I'm just saying for what I wanted to do as far as the mass communication, when I got down to Virginia, that system was was better because it was more hands-on. Sure. Like, you know, and I went to August Martin High School, you know, same high school as uh, Lloyd Banks went and— um, I think Kashif went to my school, mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. No, Najee Naj- went to my school. Okay. Pardon me. Tim Reed went to my school too, and uh, Ed Lover went to August Mall for a little while too. I'm sorry, man. Was just <laughs> Ed Lover, big, bigging up my school. Come man. on, son. August Mall High School. I love it. Shout out, but uh, you know, it was like when I was in August Mall, like my freshman year, it was like. You know, you got 30 people piled into a, 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 a class to teach you about television. And you got to wait for to learn. They got like one, two cameras for 30 people. Sure. So, you know, you're not going to learn. When I went to Virginia, the school, the, the, the class for mass communication, it was a lot smaller. It was like 10 of us in mm-hmm. there. So, you know. It was a lot more intimate, a lot more hands-on. And then I graduated high school, went to Norfolk State University, and they told me they was like, you're not going to, freshmen can't touch the equipment, so you can't touch it until your sophomore year. And they didn't tell us that till we got to the school. So I was pissed. But to show you how God works, this is the plot, to, this is the plot twist, Pete. Mm, talk, Say that 10 times. Tell me. Plot twist. Talk to me. Because I could not deal with the production side my first few years, I dug deeper into my writing side. Mm. So I joined the school newspaper. And I did it reluctantly. I was I was I was kinda, you know, jaded even as a sophomore in uh <laughs> in college. I was about like, the equipment. Yeah, I was pissed, but a friend of mine, Kathy Fife, I'm, I'm shouting all my people out because they say I don't shout them out enough. A friend of mine, Kathy Fife, she was like, yo, come work at the school newspaper and work in the entertainment section. You can get CDs and go to concerts which are for free. Mm. Use your press pass to go to shows and record labels and send you CDs. And I said, I'm a broke college student, sold, because I didn't have no <laughs> money. I was I didn't have no bread like that in college. <clears throat> Norfolk, Virginia, sold. And what was so amazing about um, the time when I was in college, man, Norfolk State was a real hotbed for artists coming down, man. It was like... I was I was doing when I was in college I was writing for the school newspaper I was an entertainment editor and um I was doing interviews with Snoop Dogg man mm, like mm. right right after Tupac died you know and I was interviewing Ray Kwan when Cuban Links was coming out and um now were you and now, this is what you wanted to do this is what I wanted to do like I started writing 
you know, I was always great in writing for some reason, like English class and everything. I was getting A's and all of that, but I never really paid attention to it because I was so dead stuck on I wanted to do production. Mm-hmm. So I never really took it, it. Writing is some, you know, for, for some things for people, it's just some things for people come easier. Like, you know, Jay-Z making a song for him is easy, mm. you know, um, to a certain extent. You know, it's definitely intricate what what he does, and I don't want to take anything away from that craft. Just like, but writing to me is easy, mm. you know, but it's intricate things that I do where it might be easy for me, it might be very difficult for somebody else, but that's just a God-given talent that I had. <clears throat> and, you know, I was blessed that I couldn't really dig into the production side because I never would have tapped in to what I feel is sure. my true talent. The writing. As being a writer. Now, every writer who writes gets writer's block. Yeah. How the fuck do you get out of writer's block? How have you done that? If um, you, you got, I'm sure you got writer's block before. I mean, I don't really get writer's block, to be honest with you. Like, I, I just, like, I, I've written so much in my 20 years in the industry, like, it's, it's kind of like I, I could kind of do it with my eyes closed. But um, sometimes I just I just got to get a vibe, man. Like, mm. you know, as, as um, my great friend Ramon Dukes, who works with me at Revolt TV now and worked with me for 10 years at MTV, it's like when I'm when I'm in a zone, like when I'm writing about somebody, I like to play their music. Yeah, you know, I like to play the music and get into the zone. Whether whoever it is, I like to play their music, get into the zone, get into that mind frame, and then, you know, buckle buckle down and, and get to the, and get to writing, which has been cool. I've been I've been doing some, a project on EPMD lately. Mm, mm. They're gonna they're gonna be they just taped the episode of Drink Champs for Revolt TV. I'm heavily involved with Drink Champs and Shout out to Nori. Yeah, shout out to Nori, EFN, Ali, and um, Randy. And, um, you know, which is is cool, man. It's like, damn, I get to write about EPMD. Now, this is with Revolt? This is with Revolt TV, man. And, you know, this is like my favorite group. You know, one of my favorite groups of all time. So it's like, you know, how lucky am I to be able to come to work every day, sit down at a desk and a computer and turn on goddamn business as usual. Sure. And vibe out. Sure. You know, so we blessed in that man. But um as far as writers block, <clears throat> I never really got it. And I think the reason I think the reason for that is that um I've been doing news for so long. Mm. So news is is a thing where like I mean I definitely banged out my feature stories you know i got some covers out there some legendary covers now N- I got, N- name a couple name a couple i got a people. wheezy f baby cover mm-hmm. i got a rockefeller cover mm-hmm. i got a hot boys cover now was this was this the double xl or was this There's various this is various this is um which i got only you know what's funny i only got one cover of vibe that i remember and that's um, I did a cover of Puff when they did the 20th anniversary. I did a cover of Puff, and it was multiple covers. Um, Vibe Magazine is where I got my start mm-hmm. out of college. I started as an intern, became an assistant. I was working, and look, man, this is some of the great people that we have. We have um, Tejuan, 
Daytuan Thomas. <clears throat> but when I was coming in, Daytuan is one of my best friends. But when I was coming in, he was leaving to start XXL. Mm-hmm. But we had Daytuan, we had Jermaine Hall, who's the head mm-hmm. of BT Digital mm-hmm. and did so many different things in the publishing business. We had Minya O, a.k.a. Miss Info. Miss Info. Yep. We had Sasha Jenkins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who The who, great Sasha Jenkins. Great. He, that's my mentor, man. He, uh, doing great things in television and mass appeal and all mm-hmm. of that. Um, we had Rob Kenner. We had Danielle Smith, who's... She gave me my start. Danielle put me on if it wasn't for her. Who knows why I'd be? She mm-hmm. believed in a young boy mm-hmm. from Queens. Why do, why, why do you think she believed in you? I think she just saw saw my hunger. I think she just saw my hunger. And um, when I started at Vibe Magazine as an intern, one of the first conversations that I had was with Minya. And this was great advice. It's simple advice, but it's great advice. She told me her exact words was, be as indispensable as possible. Mm. And it's sim- the simplest shit in the world. Miss Info told you that. Miss Info told me that. I was an intern. I was her assistant bringing her um, water and shit like that. <laughs> you know what I'm it's, saying? It's been amazing to see her career, too. I mean, she has really just... I, I feel like she's really like Frank Sinatra. Actually, I feel like she did it her way. All the way, man. I, I, I love her to death, and I'm just happy for her. Um She's a mom. Yeah, the things in her personal life, you know, yeah, the things in her personal life, I'm happy. And she always seems happy. But she was just so she was just so talented. And she was just she was she was hip hop, man. Mm. And she is. She still is. You know, the gold tooth. I remember was was one of the first trips I took out of town. Um, Me and her, we went to New Orleans to the baller block and. Mm-hmm. movie while they was filming it in, in New Orleans and we was in all the projects that's torn down now but well, we got to see all of that we got to see Juvie pull up in the Lambo when Back That Ass Up was just coming out we had a good time <clears throat> but you know Minya is so hip hop and she was and he, you know she was so hip hop that I remember we was talking and you know she got she got that New York accent and mm-hmm. she got the round the way girl accent that's so endearing and I remember Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne was about 15, 16. He pulled me to the side and he was confused. He was like, yo, what is she? I was like, what you mean, what is she? Because he was confused because this is this, <laughs> this this small Asian lady. Um, but she's talking like, you know, the, the black chick or the Hispanic chick from around the way. And it's all natural. Like, she, it's nothing false. It's nothing fake. Sure. Minya is Super one authentic. of the most... Yeah, she's one of the most authentic people that that you have, that you'll ever meet, and she's so smart and she's just so embedded in the culture. You know, she's from Harlem. That's a Harlem girl coming up with Cam and Mason, yep, yep. all of that. And would you tell? Would you tell uh, Weezy when when she he said, "What is she?" I told her she's the truth. <laughs> I was like, "That's the truth. She's the truth, brother. She's the truth." You know, you, you know, you talk about um, being at Revolt TV now. Yeah. You know, and just being such an established journalist. I mean, you know, did, were you hesitant about joining like an upstart like Revolt? Nah, I, it, nah, I, I love it, man. I love it. I, I wasn't hesitant. Um, I actually was supposed to join a lot longer ago than what I did. I just joined this year. Um, me and Puff, um, we had a great conversation about his dream and his vision for the channel um when i just left mtv like in the top of 
2011 and you know it was something that he was working on and you know he told me his vision and I, I thought it was amazing and you know I told him I was like yeah let's 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 try to do something and you know it just took a few years um for me to get aboard you know just all guys but why time. is that why, why 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 is something like that happen you know because people could lose people people these days I feel like don't have patience yeah. people these days sometimes don't follow up did you have to follow back up you know what I mean like like you didn't lose hope or you didn't even lose, like what what brought you back around to it nah you know what i never lost hope you know it was it was just it wasn't it was just something that i was interested in doing um you know anytime you get a chance yo i've been blessed man to work with intimately Buster Rhymes mm-hmm. Rick Ross Jay-Z and now Puff mm. you know what I i'm mean, saying i mean shit Walk out the fucking door after that, you know. Man, it's it's a blessing, but you know when it because when I talked to Puff in 2011, he was just getting the, the 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 game plan and everything together to to do the channel, and you know he's doing things, and you know I started working with Jay with his life and times, and mm, that's right. Like that in the interim, I worked at XXL. Um, I started MTV. Working, yeah, well, I just left MTV. But you were at MTV for what ten years? Yeah, I was there from um, from the beginning of two thousand and one to the beginning of two thousand and eleven. Mm, mm. So yeah, I was there for ten years, and um, you know, every time I saw you know Puff, he he's a fantastic guy, man. And every time I see Puff, like we've seen each other a lot because it was just so funny that um, when he was getting revolt off the ground, I started working with. Ross, mm. you know, who who he's very tight with. Then I started working with Buster, who's like, you know, th- those two guys are like brothers. So, you know, every time he see me, he be like, "Yo, let's 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 get it going." I'll be like, "Yes, let, let's let's do it. I'm ready." And then finally, at the end of last year, um, a great friend of mine, uh, Ramon Dukes, who's one of the top executives at Revolt, he was like, "Yo, let's start let's start doing some stuff, man." And <clears throat> You know, I, I I talked to Puff, and you know he's he's you know even outside of Revolt, Puff is somebody who always has been supportive of me in my career at at MTV. You know, he he was gracious enough to sit down with several interviews. Like it it wasn't like you know he was somebody who we had to chase heavily. Like he 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 just always you know, was gracious with his time mm. when it came to me. And, you know, I always try to represent him in a fair way whenever I do, the, sure. you know, articles on him. And, you know, that I mean, you know, I try to do that with all the artists, though, man. That's the reason why I got into journalism. I was, I was, um, I was, I was at, uh, I was in school one time. And I was reading, I forget what magazine it was. It was one of the magazines. And I remember seeing an article um, when KRS-One, when he was like, he would do an interview with somebody at like Rolling Stone. And, you know, he, he does a lot of interviews, but he didn't see a lot of black faces, you know, doing the interviews. And it wasn't people that was representing the culture in the right way that he felt. And... You know, he he was saying that you know it's cool um, that we get more rappers, we get more producers, we get more DJs, but you know we need more black executives, we need more sure. black journalists, and 
that stayed with me. And I was like, man, I, I want to be one of the people to get in the industry and, and rep the culture the right way. And, you know, that's what I always strive to do. And no, no matter what, man, I always just think about the culture and just represent it the right way. You know, um, there's so many people I've seen, particularly even Ross, um, who would bring you in and value your opinion, value your ear, value um, just your expertise and your experience. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe that you were in the studio when they made that song Coward with Scarface and Nas, nah, or they showed it to you first. Didn't Coward show it to you with yeah. the, you know, I, you know fuck yeah. hip-hop? Yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. I fucked hip-hop. Yeah, 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 definitely. Caleb, I wasn't there when they made it, but um, I was one of the first people to hear it, and it, oh, damn, you took me back with that one, Pete. That, but that, who, who, that blew my mind, But man. who, who called, did Coward play it for you? Yeah, Coward played but it for me. Why did he play it for you? Um, you know, a, a lot of the guys in, in the industry, man, even before, like, it's time to do, um, like, an interview or something, they'll bring me in the studio and just to get my opinion, man, because, you know, I, I, I give it to them raw. Like, I'm not a yes man, and I give my opinion raw. I, I, I give, you know, good advice, and um, they, they know that I'm embedded in the culture, and they know, like, you know, I, I, I got that air that, you know, I, I, I know what's going on. Like, I, mm. I, I'm in tune with everything. I, I got a, I got a great track record. And, um, you know, a lot of guys, they, they bring me in just to see what my response is. I guess I'm like a, a litmus test sure, for, sure. for some of the people. And, you know, it's it's a blessing, but it's torture because I be hearing some of these some of this music so early before it hit the street and I'll be wanting to hear it more and more. Like, yeah. you know, imagine hearing a dope ass album and you can't hear it again for like yeah, another six, six months. months. Yeah, sure. And it's, it's torture. Those guys are torturing me. But, you know, I, I love it, man. It, again, it, it's a blessing that, you know, some of the people that I respect the most, some of the people that you and, you know, some of the, the the fans out there respect the most in the industry. They respect my air, and sure. you know I've been in the studio with everybody. Give me a memorable moment then, because you've been in the, like like I said. You know uh, we'll get into it, but um, one thing I really like about you and that I have seen over the years is that you're not just a journalist, not just somebody that's worked in different in publications. But you're somebody that became friends with these people. Yeah, these, somebody these that guys I consider that I consider myself like that. Meaning, like I'm not into, uh, you know, um, I was never a writer or anything. But I consider myself that became more than just uh, an interview. You became, right. you know what I mean? Like, definitely. Like, you you basically have created jobs for yourself with these people. Like they put, you know, like open up positions and stuff for you. No. Yes, abs absolutely, man. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, like I'm saying, it's 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 such a it's such an honor when, you know, I I go to a, a I go to a party at the Forty Forty Club and I see Jay and Steve Stout and I'm talking to him and Jay like, yo, what you doing? I'm like, yo, I just left MTV, and he talks to you know one of his top executives, Shahendra, and he's like. Yo, sign this guy up immediately. Mm. You know, let's get it. And I did a show called The Roundup on his life and times. This was pre-title. You know, this was when uh, he had a YouTube channel. Yep, and yep. He had a website, and this was pre-title. And, um, you know, me and Elliot Wilson were some of the first people that signed yep. up, and, and we had talk shows on there. And, you know, I'm just so grateful, man. I, I, I You know, on my on my show, I had Terrence Howard. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
You interviewed fucking Oprah. I didn't. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's fucking. Oprah. I was going to get to that. Uh, yeah, yeah I You did interviewed interview. Oprah for Butler on Life, on Jay Z's channel, that YouTube channel, Life and Times. Yeah, that, that. How the fuck do you prepare for interviewing Oprah? Tell, walk us through that. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, I've done a million interviews in my life, and, you know, I never get nervous, but Oprah, I did get a little bit of butterflies. Mm. I ain't going to lie. I got a little bit of butterflies because, you know, she just means so much to to world culture, you know, not just hip-hop, not just black, but it's, it's world culture, and um, she's somebody who I definitely look up to, um, you know, Oprah's an idol. Sure. I think uh, uh, everybody just what she does in business, what she's done in yeah, journalism. What was she? What was she? What she was able to do is, yeah. is is so inspiring. I mean, if you look back at it, I always look at. There's a picture that floats around that shows like, you know, uh, Steve Jobs or Oprah or Michael Jordan and some other people and says how he was cut from his high school team or right, or right, she right. was told that she can never. She doesn't have what it takes to be a, on television personality, or uh, you know Steve Jobs wasn't you know savvy enough. Meanwhile, these are people. Look what they have done. She's self-made. She 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 and she's self-paid. self-made and self-paid and you know she she's she's what what we all striving to do. And you know one of the things that was really exciting is you know um, I interviewed so many people over the years, but. I knew that by me interviewing Oprah, um, some of the older people in my family, like my mother and my aunts and all of them, would really get excited. Mm. Yeah, really get proud. I mean, they already proud of me. Like, you know, even if I'm interviewing somebody who they never heard of, like, they're proud of me that I'm just following my, my dream and, you know, making something of myself. But it's something where it's like, okay, this is somebody who they look up to and somebody yeah. who they love. So I was I was really I was really excited about that aspect. Um you know, because we we have so much fun in, in this industry. You like to share it with your family when we can because this industry it takes us away from our family so sure. much. So you like to share it. Like I remember, man, um I got a chance to take a picture with Luther Vandross mm. and have him sign an autograph for my mother. That's my mother's favorite singer. I was just so excited when I was able to take her that autograph of Luther, man. It, that that really meant a lot to me. And, you know, it meant a lot to me that he would take time out to sign that autograph for my mother because, you know, they, they don't have to do it. And he was the coolest guy in the world. He was mm. super cool. Maxwell. Maxwell, super cool cat, man. Um, he 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 got on the Facetime. You know that's my aunt's favorite singer, and um, he got on the Facetime with my <laughs> aunt. Man, she didn't pick up. Aunt, she ain't pick up. We we did it, but you, she, know. <laughs> you didn't pick up. Nah, she yo, didn't that's pick a spe- up. that's that's fucking pretty special. You know, um, I forgot where I was talking about this, but um, and 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 that's why I, I value you a lot as just a good dude. And uh, because you, people people step up for good dudes, and and you know my daughter was sixteen last year, and um, I reached out to certain people to get um you know um just a shout out you know what I mean like just a little uh, and I was able to get like you know Ross did one and and uh, 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 
Jada and Styles did one, and, dope, and LL did one for me, and Ooh. and and, and uh, um, um, Victor Cruz did one, and 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 who else? Who else, man? I I don't want to. Uh, oh, Ti did one, and 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 super lit. And I mean, I had a like, and and to be honest, just I don't ask for much, right? And um, you know, it, it it was really nice to see people take their time because I'll be honest with you, something so simple is not so easy. Yeah, and it and it just means a lot, man. It just, it's just you know, it it just something that's that's so easy for some people. It just goes by and it's like, um, you know, Bust. That's my man. That's my brother, man. Yeah. Like, um, now right now you're the president. Uh, still? Yeah, I'm the president of Conglomerate Entertainment, and I'm I'm just so excited about you know what's transpiring. What's transpiring right now? We got the new record out. It's called Girlfriend. Buster Vibes Cartel and Tory Lanez and um it just feels good. It's it's, it's feeling good out there. Who else and, is on the label? Oh man, we got OT Genesis. M- motherfuckers didn't believe in him. You know, you know well, how many times did they count that motherfucker out? I feel like people didn't that kid he got another hit in him. I'm sure he does. Man, it's coming out soon. It's called Everybody Mad. Mm. It's called Everybody Mad. It's it's something serious. Do you feel that uh that they, I don't, I don't want to say doubted him, but did you feel that, uh, I feel like they, they didn't, I don't think people gave enough credit to this guy who nah, people made that, a hit. Yeah, there were some people who doubted him. There's people that I know, people that's friends of mine. Mm. They's like, yo, it's not looking too good for your guy. And I'm like, how's it not looking too good? We just went platinum with Coco. He hasn't put another record out, but it's not like he putting records out in his flop, man. He just hasn't put another record out yet. Sure. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we, you know, like, shit. You go you go to the plate and, um, you know, you got to let eight other guys hit before you, sure. before you come back around. So, you know, shit, you just hit a home run. In the first inning, just because you don't hit a home run in the second inning, don't mean that you you a dub for the game. Sure. You just ain't Let me get, get back, back up, up in the back. fifth. Yeah. You know? you know and, but then he came back with cut it, which monster, was humongous. Monster, monster rugged. Um, you know the, the 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 fantastic thing about Jen, man, and um, I I remember meeting him. Buster met him on my birthday, June twenty seventh. We was out in L.A., and uh, I had my only party that I ever had in L.A., and um, Bus came to the party, and party was lit. That's the story for another day. Party was crazy lit. Um, we had porn stars, rappers, Fuck. singers, everybody. It was crazy. We got but, Baron Manuel was there? He was Barry, on the piano? <laughs> nah, Barry, he couldn't get I'm, in. I'm playing. He couldn't get in. So, yeah, so, so Bus left the party to go to another club because, you know, Bus, is, he, he's in those clubs, man. He's keeping his ear to the street. Hmm. Like, he's an OG in the game, but he is super, super current on what's going on. Like, you're not going to slip nothing past that, man. So it was a party for Ty Dolla Sign. Um, Ty just signed to Taylor Game, mm-hmm. just to let you know how long ago this was. Um, the, the um, I'm paranoid, yeah, I'm sure. tripping. Yeah. You know, that mm-hmm. song was out. And um, Jen had this record called Touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, the country wasn't aware of it, but on L.A., it was in, in L.A., it was on fire. It was one of the biggest records, and you know, Jen and Ty Dolla Sign and Wiz, they all cool. Jen got on the stage, performed, tore it down, and Bus was like, "Yo, we gotta have a meeting." 
So the very next day, he came to the studio. Him and his brother, Chalk, um, who's his DJ right now. And, you know, Chalk is a, a great A&R as well. They came to the studio. They played us about 30 records, man. And it was just, you know, the, the guy just has a talent for making songs. You know, it's, it's you know... The, the, even the songs that we've heard are just a glimpse into the talent, the talent that he has. He has all type of records, and you know, out of those thirty records, we loved about twenty five of them. And um, you know, he was signed to the conglomerate soon after. So the the funny thing is that all of the songs that you guys are hearing now are all brand new songs. These mm-hmm. are not any of the songs that we signed them all. You know, sometimes people, they get signed and, you know, they have a record and we about to put it out, you know, but these are all brand new records. These are posts, the deal. Like, you know, Jen, he's somebody, he don't, he don't really like putting out old material, so he like to keep it as current as possible. So I don't even know if you'll you'll hear all of these great songs. So when when um we were shooting we were shooting a video for another record at the time when we shot Coco. Coco we shot in between takes of shooting another video. We went to the projects. Yeah, we was out in LA and we went to the projects and um the, the funniest thing in the world, man, like I, I look back at it and I gotta laugh because I'm sitting, I'm literally sitting on a couch like this. It was in one of the, um, a sense the producer's apartment is very, it was, it was small. So I'm sitting on the couch just like this and probably right where that, maybe like right outside that door is the kitchen when they're filming the famous baking soda. I got mm-hmm. baking soda. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally just sitting here watching Sports Center on mute while they're shooting the video, which turned out to be a historic, groundbreaking thing mm-hmm. 10 feet from me. Like, it, it, it blows my mind when, when I think about it. And, um, you know, so when Coco came out and it started to wane and people was like, well, does he have anything else? And he's like, of course, because we knew we had a stash. If worse come to worse, we knew we had a stash of sure. 25 records that we could pick from. And he had a lot of hits and no's. Like, even the record that we was about to shoot the video before Coco came. You know, Coco came two days before we was about to shoot the video. So everything was in place. So we still went along with shooting the video, but we decided to shoot Coco, too. But, you know... The guy has so many hits in in the chamber, like new stuff, and his album is gonna be phenomenal, man. Like his album, um, he has some really big records. Like he's always gonna keep his street, and he's always gonna um, have records for his his core fans. But you know, I think we're gonna hear like the biggest songs to date that he has. Like I, I think he has records. That can surpass Coco and cut it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really feel that. I hope to see it. Now you mentioned somebody like uh, with Life and Time, somebody like Elliot Wilson. Yeah. What does Elliot Wilson mean to you? Oh man, Queens. Okay. Queens all day, man. You know when I talk about the vibe alumni, bless you, bro. Thank you, brother. When I talk about the vibe alumni, um, I didn't get a chance to talk about people like you know. First of all, just the, the ego trip family alone man people that's that's not familiar with that ego trip family mm, classic those guys are some of the pioneers man like we got to do like a 30 for 30 special on like the vibe magazine alumni man just 
you know, Cheo, who, uh, you know, he's he's the showrunner for Luke Cage. He, mm. he comes from there. When I was at Vibe, man, I was, I, I was an assistant, and then I became associate music editor. So I was actually... Um, assigning and editing stories for these guys, like I was assigning Cheo's story and assigning Elliot's story. These these great writers who I came up reading, you know. So it was Buck. So you know, Elliot would call and I'd be like, "Can you do this music review or can you do this interview with such and such?" And you know, he would do it. And you know, Elliot's always been a real cool guy with me, man. Like he's that's fam. Like when I when I see him, it ain't. Yeah, it ain't no big deal. Like that, that's fam. Like that's that's my man, and I'm I'm proud of of everything that he's accomplished. You know, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, I think that um, you know in this industry, particularly what you guys do and what he's doing, um, it's very valuable to look at you guys and 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 learn how you guys reinvented yourself yeah. all these years. Meaning, like, okay, MTV didn't work, so let me find this over here. Let me find a spot over here, but still do well, what you I, love. I don't, I don't want to say MTV didn't work because it, it worked. It it just ran its course. Yeah, man. well, like, ran its course. That's yeah, better word. Like you could you could see what the direction that the station is now, but I, I predicted where it was going. Like I, I just knew that you know, I I just saw like how the inside was working. Like you know, people, you know, when you have a team, man, you have a a, a championship team, and you know, you see that. Uh shit, we didn't we didn't lost our coach. We didn't lost our we didn't lost our left tackle. We didn't lost mm. you know, is it, is 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 changes happening and I I wasn't with all the changes and you know, I just seen some of the direction where it was going and you know, I like I said, I did it for ten years. That's the longest job <laughs> that I ever had for so long, being you know, coming right into the game and starting my career. And I'm forever grateful. And, you know, MTV put me on the map, just like I, I think I put MTV on the map. Like, we work hand-in-hand. Hand. I, I brought a lot of people to MTV that they wasn't up on. Mm-hmm. You know, Kanye, 50, Ross, Jeezy, Game. Why do you think they weren't up on them? Because um, that was my job. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was my job to 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 to, to be up on that. You know, like... You put certain people in place, and, you know, they put me in place. To, I was the hip-hop editor, um, the only one that they've ever had. And um, that was my job to bring the, the talent. They had they had the foresight to know that I knew what I was talking about, and um, that's what I did, man. And we had a great team, man. Me, Sway, you know, Ramon Dukes, who's one executive at Revolt, Whitney Benta, who's a great talent executive, um, Rob Markman mm-hmm. came after I left. Shouts to Rob. Shouts to Rob and his career as a rapper. Like I, 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 I love it, man. Like I love seeing these journalists expanding from just doing journalists sure. and, and stepping in. And I, I feel like I definitely was one of the ones in the forefront of it. Sure. You know? And and what you essentially do is open up doors for people. You know? Yeah, I, th- I think I, I think I definitely served as inspiration, man. Like, you know, me doing a Rich Forever mixtape with Ross that turned out to be the, the most downloaded tape sure. of all time. And, you know, people saying, you know, quality, it might be the one of the best mixtapes of all time. Sure. And, you know, when you think of Ross. Yeah. 
what comes to your mind about Ross that people m- may not know? Meaning, like, what's your feelings on Ross of, of, as a friend, as a person? Because people look at Ross as an artist. Sometimes music people, fans, I would say, they're great because they support the artist, but they only look at the artist one way. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, oh, that song is trash. Oh, that song is good. Or they don't look at maybe what type of heart this type this dude has, or oh, or, or what a or, or what a good dude he is, or how much he puts on for his people. I mean, I don't know. I'm just yeah. Well, you know, first first thing foremost, you know, Ross is my brother, man. Like when I see him, like I, I got a lot of friends in the industry, but you know, Ross is definitely one of my closest closest guys, man. Like you know, I may not talk to him every day because he's moving. He's moving around the world. You know? Sure. And I think I'm, my schedule's crazy, but his schedule's crazy. But Ross got a, he he got a great heart, man. And um, you know, look at all the people that he's helped put on through the years. Like he really, he really, um, genuinely wants his people to win. You know, and a lot of a lot of bosses. Um, I'm not gonna say a lot, but some bosses are not like that. They don't have that characteristic. You know, they they happy to be on top, and you know they 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 want their people to strive, or maybe not be as big as them, be as successful. Like Ross, want everybody to eat, man. Like he's such a he. he you know, Ross is uh he's he's an athlete. So he looks at it in, in terms of sports, man. He he look at it when we go on tour. It's like the football team traveling, man. And you know he want everybody to win a championship. Like he he got a big heart like that. Um, one of the funniest people that you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people really get a chance. I, I mean, he he definitely does a great job of. He's a very charismatic guy. Sure, and, sure. You know when you read his see his interviews, but he is genuinely a funny guy, man. Like he'll have you cracking up, and um, he's he's a really um, he's a really great dad. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people get a chance to see that aspect of it. Cause I I know he don't really bring his kids. You know people don't like putting their kids in the spotlight. But he's a he's a he's a terrific dad, man. Like I seen him with his kids, and you know they love that man, and it's it's reciprocated. Mm. Uh, see, it's, it's good to hear things like that. What about Sway? What's your oh man? When Sway comes to mind, I like asking Sway people is... certain things because I feel like sometimes we don't get a chance to always tell people what we think Yo, about him. I could I could talk about Sway all day, man. I love him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love Sway, man. That's 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 my big brother for real. Like, um, the first time I met him at MTV. Well, first of all, let me give you a background. I in college, I absolutely was a fanatic for uh, Sway and King Tech Wake Up Show, man. Mm. You know, forever classic. Forever classic, man. We were, we were watching on um, well, not watching. We were listening to listen to a late night, man. Like on a Saturday night, if I wasn't out there. Um, trying to chase some girls or something like that. I'll be right in my my dorm room with the radio. Um, I forget what station it was. I don't know if it was Wowie, if it was one of three jams that it had. But um, I remember one day, the first time I saw it, the first time I heard it, um, he had red and meth on, freestyling, just blacking out, going crazy, and I was hooked ever since then. I, I would try to listen to it. You know, every week or, or try to tape it before mm. I go out, and um, 
you know, Sway, the first time I met him at MTV, I was I was on a trial basis. And, you know, he was like, yo, welcome to the team. I was like, man, I'm, I was like, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, right now I'm just on a freelance. And he's like, hey, man, I'm freelancing too. And, um, you know, Sway, I'm just so happy to, like, <laughs> to have somebody like that as as, as your brother is, mm-hmm. is amazing. Like, we've done so many fantastic things together. And just to see his career, like, what he's done, um, interviewing Barack Obama mm. and, mm. you know, interviewing these different athletes. and I mean, everybody, man, just the more. Everybody, man, you know, Sway is, you know, he the GOAT. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 he's, and he's so professional with what he does. He's absolutely professional, and he's very he's very humble. Like Sway is the same guy who I met um, in two thousand and one. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's he's the same guy, same humble guy, and you know, as soon as I, as soon as I, it's it's like seeing your brother. I just seen him. I, like I haven't seen him in a minute, but I saw him um, Saturday. Uh, at the Meadows Festival in, in Queens, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to date this, so I say, uh, you know, we'll do take two. I, I saw him recently at the Meadows Festival in Queens, and we was backstage, and you know, we talk about life and everything. And his daughter is, is going to um, college, college yep. and she's such an amazing young lady. I, I remember when she came through, and she was just a little girl making bracelets mm-hmm. and hustling, selling her handmade bracelets in the office, and. Just to just to see her grow up to what she is, he he's a fantastic father, and I'm just happy for him, man. Like you know, that's he's he's been around my family. I've been around his family. Big up T Calloway. Oh, um, I stole his big brother. You know, that's my big brother too, T Calloway. And um, you know, that's really family. Like we, the thing about us at MTV, like when we was together, man, like it wasn't a lot of. It was black people there, but it wasn't like a lot of black people in positions of executive power, you know. So we became we we joined together. Tuma Basa, who's killing in that Spotify, yeah. man. Tuma running the game right now. Tune, you know, Butterman, Yomi, Bridget, who's at 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 Getty Images right now. It's, it's it's so many great people, but you know, we had a chance to bond together. We was young black people, and we had a vision to just make it hot, man. Like we wanted to make the hottest stuff possible. Um, no pun intended. We created hottest MCs, by the way. Mm, mm. You know, if anybody want to know who created hottest MCs, that we, was on MTV, right? That was on MTV. Me, Sway, and Ramon Dukes. Yeah, we created that. You know, you, you, your journey has been special. I mean, it, it. I'm sure there was times that you experienced a lot of highs and a lot of lows. For anybody listening that wants to get into journalism, particularly not only journalism, because I can't only consider you a journalist. Thank you. you bro. You're a Renaissance man, you're, and you're also thank you, man. You're also a person like you know that is becoming an entrepreneur, you know, and what you do, you know. Entrepreneur ain't somebody who, you know, I always just think like entrepreneurs are these people who, you know, open up $30 million companies. It's people reinventing yourself and, and, and putting yourself in line to do what you love and, 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 and make Shoot, money at the same do, time. Man. Look at what you're doing with this this beautiful podcast and 
the other ventures that you have, man. Like, I, I, the, the great thing is that we, we inspire each other, you know? Like, I'm looking at stuff that you're doing. I'm, you know, like, even we talked about Sway. Like, he inspires me, and Ellie inspires me. When I see that, you know, I see, I see that Jay-Z interview come out, and, you know, I'm like, damn, that's some shit that I wish I could have did. But at the same time, I'm happy. Yeah, most, most definitely. Yep. Because, it's, you know, it's in great hands. It's, it's almost like an artist, man. It's almost like an artist when, like, when your friend is a, 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 a talented rapper and you go to the studio and hear his album, you're like, damn, I wish my album, you know, I had that on my album, but I'm happy that he, sure, he got that. Sure. So, you know, we, we it, it, it inspires, and, and I'm sure... Elliot, they see some things that we doing at Revolt, and they're like, damn, I wish we could have did it, but I'm happy he's doing sure, it. Sure, sure. And, you know, we, we keep building each other up. The, the game, the journalism game has changed, man. Like, I'm lucky for the fact that I came up in an era where it was magazines because I had an opportunity to study and learn from some of the best editors that helped me with my writing. You know, nowadays... um, a lot of the kids, man, coming into the game is it, it, just so everything is just so fast all the time. Mm. Like they don't really get a chance to um, to cultivate the, their craft, man. So I would definitely say whatever you're trying to do, as far as um, writing, as far as being in front of the camera, behind the camera, like really hone in and cultivate your craft. Try to do as as much as possible, man. Like, don't go, get into this fast food mentality. Of course, you got to do some things fast, but, you know, do some projects where you can really take your time and, you know, um, like really cook that meal for the people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it ain't all got to be the, the five-minute burger or something like that. Like, really make that filet mignon. And, you know, and, you know, just find find what you do. Like, it's so many, so many different... <clears throat> avenues you could go in right now man there's so many different avenues like you know try to find what you're good at and you know you could put you could put your own stuff out now you know like i see uh i was in the studio last night with with fat boy fat boy ssc and it's like damn you know just to see what he's doing like you know some some of the people i see on instagram i think is coonery and buffoonery like I, i see some people they just doing some of the stupidest things in the world and, and I hate it like that but you know somebody like Fatboy I think he he's he's a genuinely funny guy like I watch some of his stuff and really crack up um just like I was watching Cardi B you know um I remember man when we was putting Coco she was like dancing in the clubs and whatnot and just to see her come up like she was so determined and um she talented talented young lady man funny as hell i think she's gonna be even a bigger star in hollywood than she is in music but um you know you you gotta you gotta keep pushing forward man and you know some of the best advice that this is my philosophy is that never let never let your accomplishments get you too high and never let the accomplishments get you too low like, you know, there's going to be sometimes you do some stuff that doesn't work, but you can't give up and don't get so low where you get depressed. And there's going to be some things that you do that go through the roof. But, you know, don't get too gassed where you lose your focus. You know, you, you got to keep you got to keep pressing, man. You got to keep moving. Mm. 
you know, you've been through a lot of things in life. Your journey has been filled, like I said, ups and downs and so many things. What what could be, I don't want to say one because, but what's some of your most memorable moments? Like things that really make you proud. I know you spoke about yeah. mom and the Luther Vandross picture and et cetera, et cetera. But what, what is something that keeps you going? Uh, you know what, man? I'm going to be honest with you. Like the 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 new the newer stuff you know just thinking about what's to come man like i have some shows that's coming on revolt and you know when i when i go to revolt tv man and i see like a lot of these young black executives doing their thing that that's that's really inspiring man cuz you got to remember i'm coming from a place like MTV where um a lot of the ideas started from us man you know it started from like the, the 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 brain trust, as we would call ourselves, man. But we wasn't in position of power to like really green light certain situations. We wasn't in a position of power to actually, um, you know, even put our projects that we know was dope to even get them the right light to be to be shined on them. You know, like it was just certain things. Like we just we just didn't. We just wasn't in position as far as executives go. We was in position as far as creatives and things like that. And but you know, it was it was stuff like we come up with the dopest idea, but we still got to get it greenlit mm. by the powers that be. And then, you know, even sometimes when it get greenlit, they didn't really treat it correctly how they were supposed to treat it you know don't get me wrong like i love my time at mtv but it was just you know now being older and into the game it's it's like damn it's like we ain't really have too many black executives mm-hmm. up there we didn't it wasn't really too much of us in position of power and not even black executives like people that's into the culture sure to, to but understood to, it and to understand yeah, yeah like Certain things we had to fight for. Sure. You know, we had to fight for hottest MCs. I always say that. Imagine that you have to explain to and get approval from someone who has no fucking idea right. of what, you know, what, right. what, what's like what it is or what it could be, you know? Yeah. So I just look, I just look at people and, um, you know, and, and, and I tell them, man, like, just think about all of the great stuff that we accomplished at MTV. Some of the, the a lot of the great things that we did. Now, imagine we could have did twice more. <laughs> you know, like it was it was stuff that it could have been twice as big. And you know, that's not taking nothing away because I had some great people that brought me into the company. Michael Alex, you know, Rob Mancini. Mm. Uh, my man Ocean, who was the first one, Ocean McAdams, who was the f- very, very first one to uh, bring me into MTV and give me a shot. And, you know, those dudes, those are the people who I'm talking about earlier um, who hired us because, you know, they never claimed to know about the culture, but they put me in place to bring it to them. But I'm talking about people that's even higher than them, you know, that may not have supported some of the things that we wanted to do when they needed to support it. So I look at, um, I look at revolt TV, man. And it's like a, it's, I don't want to sound cliche, but it's like a breath of fresh air. Like you come in and, you know, you, you come around the office and you're going to hear Lil Uzi playing and you're going to hear me playing Eric B and Rakim and Redman and, 
you know, some of my guys or you might hear Michael Jackson playing like it's people that's, you know, just vibing and and coming up with great ideas. And it's such a, a healthy environment to to help foster your ideas. And we ain't got to go through a lot of red tape like it ain't like, you know, we got ideas like, all right, cool, let's do it. You know, let's execute it. Let's put it down on paper. Let's make it make sense and let's execute. It ain't like a whole lot of explaining. Like, um, and you think that's because of Puff's, you know, um, influence on the on the brand? Meaning, like that people that he believes in the people that are hired. Yeah, you know, Puffy, he he he's done a great job. Him and him and the, the board and you know the, all the people there, they they did a great job of putting people in position that don't just know about television and internet but they are of the culture sure sure you know what i'm saying sure, most like, definitely we've we've had people that you know i work for people that they may know what it is to make good tv or they may know what it is to get clicks on a website but are you of the culture mm. nah <laughs> you know what i'm saying and um especially like my last few years in MTV, man, we just had people that wasn't of the culture making too many decisions for people that was of mm. the culture. You know, um, before we wind this episode down, you, um, we didn't get into Jay-Z. You know, you've done a lot of things oh. with Jay. And oh. you spoke about how he hired you for life and times. Yeah. But what is it sitting down, like, what is it like sitting down with Jay? And what is it like being, you know, uh, um, I guess affiliates with him or friends with him over the years, you know. Um, it's funny, man. Two of my two of my favorite artists of all time, man. I I, I didn't really get off on the right foot with them, um, under circumstances that I had no control over. Ice Cube, mm. love Ice Cube to death, man. I just started at Vibe Magazine, and um. They hit Roberta, my homegirl Roberta, who who was Ice Cube's publicist at the time, Roberta McGreeny, who y'all know worked with Mob. Yeah, sure, sure, that's the homie. Yeah. So she was working with Cube, and, you know, I'm Death Certificate, America's Most Wanted, Lethal Injection. Like, I love Cube. The first time I met Cube, he, he had, like, some type of event. I go to the event, and he's like, he's like, um, why Vibe don't fuck with me? And I'm like, what? Like, mm. I, I have no idea. Like, I'm so excited to see this guy who, you know, I love his music from N.W.A., but apparently they have wrote some bad reviews on him. And, you know, Roberta had to explain, nah, Shaheem ain't had nothing to do with that. He's just starting. They got a new regime there, and, you know, we're we, we trying to make it right. So, mm. long story short... <laughs> Cube, me and Cube get real cool, and I've had the pleasure of doing some great interviews with Cube over the years. Um, He's going to put you on a big three team. Uh-oh, watch out. I'm more of a baseball guy, man. Yeah. Like, I love basketball, but I think uh, I'm, I'm better playing baseball. I'm, mm. my, my jumper is weak. Um, Jay-Z, first time I met Hove, <laughs> um, first time I met Hove, man, um, it was some political situation going on with him and Vibe Magazine, I had nothing to do with it. You know, I'm super Jay-Z fan. Are you crazy? Like When you say political, what do you mean? It was just it was just some controversy over a cover. Like he he was he was 
he was supposed to get a cover or something or other, and he didn't get it at that time. He wound up getting it down the line. But, you know, I've it was a time when, when I felt that he should have got the cover, you know, like – I was like, yo, I think you should be on the cover. This is when I think Volume 3 was coming out. I was like, yeah, you should be on the cover. But, you know, I wasn't in a position to to do that. I'm I'm just getting a job there. But the first time I met him, I was doing a section called Next where we had, you know, some of the the hot new artists that were coming out. That's what the Next section and vibe was. And we was doing a, a, a celebrity-driven where artists who had signed artists were being featured. So we had Missy Elliott. She uh she had um either Nicole Ray, I think it was Nicole Ray a tweet, but I wanna say it was it was Nicole Ray. Jermaine Dupree had Bow Wow and um we wanted to feature a Melian because mm-hmm. Jay Z signed her and you know, me and Jay had a long talk about that coming. I was like, I'm I I'll take it back to the office, man, but I'm on your side, brother, but uh, you know I I'm an underling at that time. I'm, sure. I'm just getting on, but over the years, man, had some fantastic interactions, some fantastic times with Hov. Um, like I said, I'm eternally grateful I had a chance to break bread with Hov, and um, he's 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 the greatest MC of all time, and he's moved the culture so forward my favorite memory of jay-z is uh when he was playing out the kingdom kong album um he did uh what did we do seven cities mm-hmm. in 24 hours we started in atlanta then we went to philly then we went to uh new york chicago la Atlanta, uh, I, I lost track a little. Chicago, mm-hmm. um, and it was like every stop, it was just different people coming in. So, like Philly, you know, Freeway, and you know, PD Crack coming in, and we went to LA, and I'm standing on stage watching Jay Z perform with, um, standing next to Denzel Washington watching mm-hmm. Jay Z perform, which is a surreal um, thing. Then we we end up in Las Vegas and. I'm I'm partying with Paris Hilton and um, Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. watching Jay Z perform. It's, it's it's like what the fuck, bro? Every city bringing out the hitters. It's crazy, but we literally did 24 hours of getting on the jet, and I'm on the jet with Jay Z, me and Sway. Yeah. We on the jet with Hove, and he's telling us some fantastic stories which I can't repeat, and we having a good time. Where all the bodies are buried. Not even. Not nah, even, I'm playing. I'm playing yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Great, great stories, man. And you know, um, Jay Z's another guy who I had a chance to interview in college too, man. Um, he he actually opened up. Uh, he opened up a show for Akinelli. Really? Yeah, which was so crazy, you know. Um, but yeah, man, me and Hov, we we've had great interactions, and um, he's somebody who. Just as a fan and even just just as a, a black man, pre primo, like just as a black man, I'm just proud to see what this dude is doing. Um, just his accomplishments as far as just transcending hip hop culture, transcending black culture. He's another one of our, our of our world leaders. Sure. And um, you know, I I remember 
seeing Jay when I'm in school doing like the 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 comedy club in Hampton University to now where I just seen him um do tens of thousands of people at the Meadows Festival recently and you know just everything that he's accomplished man I'm I'm, I'm proud of him and you know it's an, another guy who inspires you mm. Listen, um, on social, Shaheem Reed. Yeah, at Shaheem Reed, um, at Team Shaheem too. That's 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 my team. You can send them music. A lot of people like to send me music, but you can send it to at Team Shaheem. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Like you know, your journey, like I said, to me is special. Uh, more importantly, because of the person you are, and I mean that. Like you know, you see all these different people that you interact with. And, uh, you know, they really respect you. And, you know, that's not something that could come every That's something you earn. You know what I mean? And uh, just watching you over the years. And, 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 like, when you talk about transcend culture, you talk about, like, hip-hop and, and, and just moving it forward, you're definitely one of those guys because your heart is in it. You know what I mean? For Thank sure. You, so I appreciate you taking the time to stop by. And, and uh, you know, what's, what's next for you? Oh. Conglomerate president. Yeah, conglomerate revolt. president. Revolt. Um, Buster album. It, it's gonna come out at some point this year. We're looking forward to it. Um, it's I. It's been a, a pleasure working with Bust too, man. Like I've actually, you know, grown up with his music, man. And and to say that I work with him, and I think he's made his best album to date. Mm. That's gonna come out this year. I'm proud of him. We got some big shows coming. OT Genesis new song. Everybody mad. Um, I got a couple of shows coming out on Revolt TV that, you know, maybe like end of the year I might come back once these shows is getting in rotation and we talk about them. But, you know, I I just want to do some really groundbreaking things. And, you know, we're looking for all of the dope cameramen. We're looking for all of the dope writers, the dope producers. Holla at me, Revolt TV. We we, we for the culture. Ladies and gentlemen, Shaheem Reed. Man, I just want to tell everybody, Pete, to look out for that Revolt Music Conference. Mm. October the 12th to the 15th, it's in uh, Miami, Florida. We about to get busy, man. Like, Lauren Hill coming down, 2 Chance, Queen Latifah. Um, it's going to be, it's it's a, it's a really big thing, man, where you get a chance to see not only the superstars, but some of the really dope up-and-coming talent. You know, that's the place where we broke OT Genesis, sure. Coco, um, um, Travis Scott, um, he he was there early in his career. So uh, just a lot of great artists. And, uh, you know, you get a chance to see the people in the industry and get some wisdom, man. Come sitting on these panels and, you know, hear some wisdom from the OGs like myself. Mm, Revolt Music Conference. Fuck with it. Shaheem Reed. Peace, brother. Thank you. Internets, if you enjoyed that episode, I want you to reach out to me. Email me. Tweet me, okay? Email thepremiumpeachshow at gmail.com at Twitter. At Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show on Instagram, at Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show also. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you didn't like. And also, to all my small businesses or big businesses, no matter how small or big you are, you want to advertise with the Premium Pete Show, get at me. The Premium Pete Show at gmail.com, and we'll figure something out, okay? Now, make sure you subscribe, rate, and tell a friend to tell a friend. And I'll see you next episode. Cheer.